Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, it's a Mad Music Podcast. It's your girl, Michaela. I'm with my lovely co-hosts, Ama and Dami. Hey, y'all. Hey, howdy. <laughs> How y'all doing? How's y'all work week going? It's almost over. Yeah, it's going. I feel you. It is Another going. week down. It's been, been a long day, child. It's been a long day. <laughs> almost today. over. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Yes. Over. Just yeah. like that. Shout out to uh, Martin Luther. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Sometimes I feel like the weeks with the day off, it still feels long. Still, like, yeah, <laughs> they jam everything into those yeah. four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's oh, true. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, well, um, let's see here. What else will we? What, what else do we do? <laughs> Wait, how's, how's your week just... going? You always ask us about no, our no, week. No, no, I, I did say. I, did I say? I thought I said it's good or it's yeah, just oh, like you that. You must have slipped Same, that up Similar, now. similar. You slipped that up in there. Similar, similar. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela think her response is saying yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I agree. I concur. Uh, yeah, my week is pretty good. I mean, coming back from PTO is always like, yeah. Oh yeah, you already know. Absolutely. Here it Absolutely. is. Here we are. We're back. Thank the Lord. What did Yay. we have last week? Oh, we had a um, shoot the shit, shoot the shoot shit, shit episode. Yes, that was fun. As it always, was fun. Yeah, I, I like talking. Just nothing, nothing planned, nothing scripted. Just whatever the top of mind. Off the dome. <laughs> Off the dome. Off the rip. <laughs> Dami, did you see um, the nope. color purple yet? Oh, it's okay. I'm, I know. I'm planning on this weekend. Nope. I know. I can I never know. shame you because I still haven't seen Ren- the Renaissance movie. Oh, I mean, but you went to the concert. It's the same That's thing. what I told her. I was like, you went to the concert? That's exactly what she said. That's <laughs> exactly what she said. She said, you went to the concert. I was like, yeah, that's right. That's that true. I mean, yeah, look. Yeah. You paid for, pay for that ticket, shoot. That's the ticket she really care about. Right. 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 Extra $25. Mm-hmm. I was waiting until it came to a matinee because it was they, they was acting funny about it. Like you couldn't go see it until like Thursday, Friday. Nah, I said, Wait, prime yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. time. She won all $20. Mm. Uh, 20? It was only 20? It was like, was it 28? Something? Oh. Like 28. <laughs> yes. Y'all must have went IMAX. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I should have got IMAX, a popcorn, a drink, and a sour patch. Right. Pack. It should have been a whole package. The fuck? Whole Mm-mm. package. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> What's y'all show called, though, mm. this week? Mm. I'm still on Cleo Soul. I'm still mm. on, yes. Come I'm on. still on this gold Christian album. Christian R&B. Yep. It's, <laughs> this song is Desire. I was just about to bring up what Michaela said. I think you put you said it on Twitter too, or X. Mm-hmm. It is it's literally it's Christian R and B. It is soul gospel. It's it's so mm. soothing. Yes. It's like especially with this song, you don't know if she's talking about God or if she's talking about a lover. Like the mm-hmm. way that her lyrics just it can go either way. But it's it's all about love. So yeah. it's it's a beautiful song and beautiful album. Yes, mm. I, I love, love that. Cleo. Mm-hmm. Cleo is good. Cleo is really good. She's like very soothing. Yeah, mm. I don't know if like her saying, yeah. music. Yeah, her music doesn't have like a lot of like 
beats like bass like bump but bump it's not groovy it's more like you know very soothing very like you sit down you relax you read a book or something yeah. you know mm-hmm. do something productive whatever yeah she got yeah. that type of music mm-hmm. okay what about you Amo? Yes, for you. <laughs> you, my number one. I know that's right. Yeah, I know that's right. She preparing. She preparing. Like a deep breath for that note. <laughs> that ain't an easy note. Sure ain't. Yes, yeah, so the one and only Usher could only get it right. Oh, and Ryan Toby, give him his props for writing it. But yeah, that okay. That's a oh, happy day. Listen, mm. give him his a. He said that he wrote it. He did the demo. Give him his flowers. But no, Superstar, oh, Chef's Kiss. Like, I don't, yeah. it's been coming on. Y'all know that little Spotify DJ shit. He keep putting it on. I'm like, I know, I, <laughs> I know. I've been listening to it a lot. So he Here's like, something familiar for you. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Here's a song you've been running back. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, you, you, you like this song. Start it off easy with somebody, one of your favorite artists, Usher. <laughs> <laughs> that little beat come in. I said, oh. <laughs> it was when I was taking a shower. I was in that shower singing. You heard me? <laughs> yes, the acoustics. Right. Shower. Baby said, "What is going? What is on? <laughs> Whatever. This household. Maybe should be accustomed to it by now. You should be used to it. You know what it is." Navy probably rolled his eyes like, oh my God, there she right. go again. This bitch singing again. Okay. <laughs> Navy been crying for three years, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> he go to the door, he just look at it like, mm, mm, mm. right? <laughs> Here she goes. Mm, mm, he do be Ish. staring at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was on the other side of that wall. <laughs> oh, what? That's what he be thinking. Oh, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Mm-mm-mm. What about you? I've been listening to She Got Them Baby Making hey, It for Baby hey. Making Yes. <laughs> I'm Miss Fanny herself. Fanny yes. with the Fanny. Fantasia. Fanny with Come the Fanny. On. Okay, Fantasia. Put she's back on. on the scene with the color purple. We seeing her looking good. With that bodacious badonkadonk. Yes. So I told good. Dami the other day, I said, um, her booty was a co-star of the color purple. I don't care what nobody say. That was Six. a character. That's a TSA booty, okay? <laughs> what the hell? This the high. The high oh booty. Secretary. Secretary booty. Secretary booty. Yeah. I usually always listen to listen to like her first album, Free Yourself, and like the definition mm-hmm. of side effects of you, stuff like that. Those mm-hmm. are like some of my favorite mm-hmm. albums of hers. I said, mm-hmm. let me run this Fantasia album, the so- the sophomore album bag. Let me see what this is about. And it's I was good. like, oh, I forgot about this song. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's I a good song. About baby making hips. And sure mm-hmm. enough, Dr. Step rewinding it i was like let me listen to that again <laughs> baby, baby, my God. the other day yes. i was playing it during like when i first got up brushing my teeth my was like please please it's another song i'm tired of hearing i that. know maya be sick of you she's like oh, my <laughs> I keep hearing his baby making his baby, baby. Please, please listen to something else. 
<laughs> Why is it chokehold? I, I said I can't help it, Maya. It's just so right. good. It gets me up in the morning. <laughs> it do wake you up. Shoot. What? And I relate to it. Shoot. That's all I've been told. Right. That guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever since right. they came in. Mm, oh damn. lord jesus so damn. yes it's got the big hip <laughs> uh, but yeah it's just a good song can't, can't yeah. complain about it, it. it not at all okay let us know what y'all have been listening to put y'all on the put on you know mm. might even be able to be put on here i want to know some new music sometimes mm. um, all the time Yes. <laughs> you sound like me talking about some sometimes. Sometimes. You know how sometimes you're just like, okay, I can't get into the I'm I don't, I'm not in the new music um you know, mood. Yeah. Frame yes, of do. mind. You know? know. You gotta know. you gotta be receptive. We, we know you know Alma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Alma, you listen to music and you're not receptive already, but you have to like be open to it and be like, you know, I'm ready for new music. I'm tired of hearing this. Music soul child. She said can't relate. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Um, let's get on to this musical mess. Mm-hmm. Musical mm-hmm. mess. I, I, I'm trying to give you a little mix of the good and the mix of the bad. Okay. Okay. Not too, we're not going to be talking about too too many things. Just two things I thought were interesting. We'll, okay. We'll say that for the first thing, no mess, no stress. Okay. Elton John achieves EGOT status and joins music artists like Jennifer Hudson and John Legend. He won the Emmy for his Disney Plus special, Elton John Live, Farewell from Dodger Stadium. Um, mm-hmm. That was just recent. The Emmys, I think, were when? Like mo- Two Monday, ago, I think. Three months ago? Yeah. 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 Monday. So he just won it. So he just got this status. Um, hmm. He has two Oscars, six Grammys, one Tony, and one Emmy. Period. Um, he didn't six Grammys. Attend- yeah, six Grammys. I'm surprised by that, honestly. I thought he, he yeah. would have had more. But I also yeah. was more hmm. surprised about the two Oscars. I didn't even know he had two. He, I think Child. he just got one in 2020 for his song in his um, movie. I think that's about oh, him. Rocket and, Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. And then yeah. Can You Feel the Love Tonight? I be- or oh, of One course. of those songs. I, I think that's his song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's what he got for and back in 96, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, when I, when yeah, I read it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he didn't attend the award show, but he did say, um, quote, it's incredibly un- hum- I'm incredibly humbled to be joining the unbelievably talented group of EGOT winners tonight. The journey to this moment has been filled with passion, dedication and the unwavering support of my fans all around the world. Tonight is the testament to the power of the arts and the joy that it brings to all the lives to our lives. Thank you to everyone who supported me throughout my career. I am incredibly grateful. Come on, oh, press release. First of yes. all, I thought he was already an EGOT winner. I just Me feel too. like him out of other people that I yeah. won, I would think he would have been had Honestly, it. yeah. I think and I would have put him is. before John Legend. But yeah. I think John Legend got it first. No shade. No shade. No, yeah, no, no, no shade. shade. No. no. He's just John. been in the game longer. I just, he's yeah. just done so yeah, much that part. across movie, film, and, and soundtracks mm-hmm. and different um, shows like, um, like oh gosh theater like he's done so yeah. much yeah i just would assume yeah. as well exactly yeah mm-hmm. um good for, him. good for him yes yeah. congratulations good for him because I don't, no with, I don't have no issues with elton john Mm-mm. Mm. me neither Mm-mm. not that i can think of I mean, not, not gonna work y'all because he's gonna go out and say something stupid next week <laughs> <laughs> it's a curse it's a curse it's a curse <laughs> he's human i mean we all say stupid stuff every now and then but hopefully it's nothing to be yeah, i guess like, ain't you know, none that. Right. Right. Hopefully it's nothing like that. 
give me back right. the rewards. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, good for, him. good for him, babes. Yes, good job, babes. Michaela, <laughs> that shit. Uh, I love it. Um, okay, here we go. Second section. Nonetheless, here's some mess. Okay. On the Cutting Room 4 podcast, Yasin Bey, formerly known as Most (laughs) Death, was asked about Drake and if he considers him to be hip-hop. Yasin hesitated to answer and was asking the host, why would would you ask me that? Uh, But eventually he came to the conclusion that Drake is not hip-hop. He's more pop to him, Hmm. formulaic and commercial, as said by the host. And he went on to add that he makes the type of music that you would hear in a Houston Target, a.k.a. shopping with an edge, he said. And he went on to use an analogy about the empire collapsing and what happens after the gimmicks are done, which I basically think he's implying that Drake has no substance. You may have a point. Apparently, Drake clapped back on this on his Instagram story with a repost of an old interview with Method Man, where Method Man explains how hip hop is a culture and what's included in the culture, like style, dress, etc. We've had that, you know, told in our hip hop episode as well. And mm-hmm. he also quoted that video with um, Yasin's song, Umi Says, by saying, what Umi say again? Let me shine my light, King. Don't change up now. And then he also, Drake also has some support by rapper NLE Choppa. I don't know who that is. Huh? And Girl, he came what? to Drake's defense. He wrote in a comment on Insta- on the Instagram post saying, they hate on this man so much is ridiculous. Dude catalog more than respectable. He like the Kool-Aid man. Different flavors for each day of the month. I mean, he ain't lying about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the Kool-Aid man. He got fruit punch. He got uh, blue raspberry. He got grape. What an interesting... Analogy. You got rum punch, got Kool Aid, <laughs> got sorrel, got, got the green. <laughs> Not sorrel. <laughs> mm. What do y'all feel about what Yasin said? Just hit me. I know. I'm like, I'm like, where's she at? I said, is she frozen? I just waited. I just, oh, I just I'm here. waited. I'm here. Just I was just taking it all in. You know, <laughs> what I what I will say about what Yasin said, formerly known as Most Deaf, for those of you who don't know. I'm not even going to, well, I'm going to comment on what he, like his feelings and stuff and how I feel about what he said, but can we just Mm -hmm. get into how much, for lack of a better word, tact you have to have to be able to answer a question like this? And the reason why I say that is because a lot of times when these young folks, these young artists are asked questions and they don't really know how to tactfully answer or how to like think, answer with any wit or thought. Right. And right. they just say some stupid shit, and then you get like a little a stupid sound bite, and then you know blogs posting it, and they're like, yep. "I ain't mean it like that," like because you don't know how to actually fucking communicate and form words together. You could tell right. he thought about what he was going to say. He said it in a witty way, right? He did. But that you understood, you understood. Even if you didn't listen to Drake, you understood what he was trying to say. But he right. said it in a way, in my personal opinion, that was not disrespectful. He no. just tried to down. Mm-hmm. And how he sees him he could have just been like drake's all right but what would that have really told us that wouldn't have told us any anything so you could just always tell when people use their mind a little bit more in these interviews and so that's that's the th- what i'll say first the second was thing he I'll a little say, shady but see that's the thing i don't even think he was trying to be shady i think he was trying to explain to you that he does not think that drake is hip-hop i would say dot 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 anymore that would be my mm. one. Thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. With the ellipsis. Anymore. 
Yes. Yeah. It's proper. Yeah. Any more? Drake definitely has. I mean, for, for emphasis, Drake definitely has hip hop songs, right? And and yeah. you know, like we're not oh, yeah. denying that. Like no, you get to deny that. But what he is currently doing definitely seems to be more formulaic, as the girl said, and as mm-hmm. more just kind of like uh it's just like. It's nothing stands out anymore. Just like if you're in, you put nope. some shopping music on and it's just something to pass the time. Like the su- yeah. substance is like not there. It's, mm-hmm. it's not there anymore. And I feel like that's what he was trying. That was what he was trying to convey. I agree with you. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, and I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree I don't with you. him. I think he has a point. And yeah. it's, I mean, it is who who you are. That is your gimmick. That is your, huh. that is gimmick. you as an artist. You know what I'm saying? Like that Damn. is Drake. We, I mean, we that's, we've all said it. We even know that he doesn't he doesn't do just hip hop. Like he is oh, yeah. all over no. the place, like a yeah. like a pop artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he tries Ooh, different things, yes. and that doesn't take away the fact that he makes good music. Like, come on, we've said plenty of times. We that's love this said. Drake song. We love that Drake song. We, oh, yeah. this Drake we say song. that all the time. All the time. All the time. But do we like him like as a person? Maybe not. Or you know, <laughs> is, uh-huh. it, is uh-huh. it true? Is he just one type of artist? Is he? strictly hip-hop and not necessarily like not his music i mean maybe the way that he dresses maybe the people that some of the people that he um is around yeah could be you know the culture aspect of hip-hop sure but as far as like just the genre itself and the music that he makes no he's not hip-hop you know, it's all about interpretation, right? So I think of it like when you think about Mos Def and his music and where music was at the time and what pop was considered back in that time, you didn't think about hip-hop and rap as pop music. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop and rap right. didn't really become mm-hmm. pop until more recently. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. like back in those days when you think about hip-hop and rap, like hip-hop and rap was always associated with some type of social construct or it was connected to some type of issue that was going on in the community mm-hmm. it was something that you actually had lyrics to write about about what's going on in, in the black community now right. with hip-hop like i guess the more mainstream music is not like that anymore it's it's very much so yeah. pop adjacent and it's for the masses it's not just for the black community that's going through different struggles in life and you know only thing that black people can understand it's yeah. it's not like that anymore so it's like i didn't view it as shade because mm-hmm. you just listen to most deaf music and listen to his inspirations and that's not what the present is currently like so yeah and and what he said wasn't really shade it's like when you walk in the mall you mm-hmm. you there black friday you got you see good deals you got your your auntie and pretzels you know what i'm saying you walk now you happy <laughs> and you hear some some Drake, and it's like okay, it it, it, right. it gives me a different feeling, different vibe, you know. Yeah. Versus if I had like some type of I don't know woke music or something that really makes me think like I'm not trying to hear at the mall. So I don't I don't know. It's all about interpretation. Yeah. I don't interpret interpret it as a shade. Yeah, Drake yeah. has music for every store. If mm-hmm. you're in Target, if you're in Walmart, mm-hmm. if you're in Forever Twenty One, you're in the mm-hmm. Nike store, you're. In- like there's there's a Drake song everywhere you can mm-hmm. go and, yeah. and find one and be like okay yeah I know this like find your love could be anywhere you know what I'm saying like yeah one dance can be anywhere as well so yeah he's yeah. not wrong I, hmm. I, I yeah uh yeah what I do find, no I do find Drake's response to him interesting though because he responded but he 
you know, Drake has responded disrespectfully to people who have said things against him in the, in the past. And to me, how he responded wasn't disrespectful. And I, I feel like that's because he probably low-key respects hurt. him. Respect yeah. Him. Kind of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's actually hurt by what yeah. he said. Like, damn, I look that's up to somebody you. somebody he looks... Yeah. yeah, like I listen yeah. to your music and play your music and your songs, and you saying this about me, that shit hurt. But he, but yeah, still respects him enough to not be like fuck you, you know, in his comments like he did with uh Joe Budden. Remember that shit he was doing? <laughs> he ain't do nothing Call like that. Michelle rapper and all that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it could have been way also, worse or more petty, but no, Mm-mm, it could have been way worse. But I also feel like y- Yassine's response could have. You know, if he really wanted to be nasty, he could have been nasty too. He could have been nasty, yeah. But is that his vibe? Not really, right? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. even think that's like. But when I his when I personality, say nasty, when I say nasty, mm-hmm. I just mean like he could get on some deep shit and be like, "Well, you know what? I really think it is is X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z." And right. really hurt hurt, mm-hmm. hurt his feelings, not in a way that's just like, "Oh, fuck you," da 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 da, but in a way that it'd be like. I don't know. It's just some like psychological games or whatever you're playing with them. <laughs> like really I, I cut know, him. But, yeah. yeah, like really cut him even deeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to do that, and I don't think that. I think Drake respects him enough to respond to him in a way that wouldn't incite that. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't a deep wound, just a little band aid. He'd be all right. Yeah. yeah but a lot right. of people seem to agree with him. By the way, you see, no one's saying he ain't wrong. Yeah. 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 Just... Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. It haven't stopped you people yeah. from listening to your shit and streaming your shit. So, right, he's Go not ahead. gonna stop selling. So, I mean, he, no, yeah, he's not. He's still making money. It doesn't matter. Still making money. And like I said, he has hip hop records. So if you really do want hip hop Drake, you can listen to hip hop Drake anytime. There's an album out there for that. Any type of you want some reggae? There's an album for that as well. <laughs> yeah. you, want some, you want pop? There's an album. You want house? Yeah. There's an album for you. Like this. Yeah. You want line dance? You want line Right. <laughs> and not to mention, there was a time in hip hop where they started going towards the more electronic music mm-hmm. and more so danceable music. So it's kind of like you don't have to stay in a certain lane. Like no. you could branch out, you could try different things. And, you know, of course you want to yeah. gain a wider audience. So. You know, try different things. Is it whiter? No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. No, no. Whiter. <laughs> wider. Okay. Wider. Wider. Big bag. Wider. Mm-hmm. Big bag. Mm-hmm. Ah, big bag. I was thinking about hips. Big hey, bag. Hey. Look at you oh, with a damn song. <laughs> I tell you. It's a, it's a chicken. Oh, gosh. Um, anything else that was on your mind? I just, I, I just want to. This God, could be my on goddamn the dog game in here and scared the oh. shit out of me. No, Callie, don't do it. Get out of don't here. Don't do it. You Callie. mean that wolf? Yeah, that wolf. That, that horse. Wolf. That, 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 yeah, horse. <laughs> that bull. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She no, no, no. Me. It's okay, Callie. Callie got her knees. I understand. Um, just y'all initial reactions from that that trailer I sent you on Twitter. Oh my gosh. That's exactly it. Okay. Can you explain the trailer? Because people don't know when we send each other. I'm going to try. I only watched it once. (laughs) And I spent most of the time laughing. Um, Apparently, um, Jenny from the blog got a something coming out. I guess it's a music girl. Imagine a music. Anyway. Oh, you just sent us something. What did you do? Oh, you didn't see it. Yes, I'm thinking about the JB Fox. Oh, the Taylor Aaron. 
That's my first thought too. And I was like, I was oh wait, like, no, she said yeah. something today. Especially, I said J Lo. Lo. Yeah. My shit on Do Not Disturb. I'm like, what did she see me right. about some J Lo? That's why I started cackling. I'm like, what the hell music? I really thought you was talking about Tyler Perry. I was like, okay, because oh, we had an no, episode. No, no, no. no. I, that wasn't music related, so I wasn't thinking about that. I'm talking about the J-Lo shit I sent y'all. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, I, I know you haven't seen it yet. I think that no, you saw it. I, I saw your response. I, just I might saw. have, like, in my, when I was on the toilet, I remember seeing something, but I didn't look. I didn't not look the, deep into it. I didn't look deep into it. Wow. I did see her, like, going around a, um, a light post. That's about it. We can't tell you what she said, though. That's enough. It's you know what you don't even need to hear anything. Just look at the visuals, but because it's her singing, so do you really need to hear? Okay, it's it's a apparently she's putting out a musical called "This Is Me Ellipses Now," which is uh, (laughs) which is (laughs) each one teach one. Okay, which is is a not. I like saying dot dot dot. It gives it more emphasis, more. mm. Um, but it's a nod to her album of the same name, This Is Me Now, which I believe came out really? when mm. she was dating Ben Affleck the first time or they were engaged. It was like around the same time. He's mm. in this That's cute. movie musical or whatever. So are a whole bunch of other people. It seems like it is a... Was he four? Rough... <laughs> Girl. <laughs> he looked like he's four. He must, must have been in the contract. <laughs> um, he's forced to do everything with her. Everything. You see him on the red carpet, he's like, Oh, I don't want to be here. Um, that's that's your girl, Jenny from the block. But um, it looks like it's a musical that's loosely based on her life. And honestly, there was a comment underneath the video that I thought was perfect, and I can't I can't quote it verbatim because I forgot what what they said. But they basically was just like, "Okay, girl, like this seems like we get it. Like you love to be in love, and you date, 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 and this is like we get it. Like we don't we don't give a fuck. Okay, I found it." Um, from Twitter <laughs> user, and I want to make sure I quote the person more guys, more gazy. That's what it looked. The name looks like. It's, um, they said, "I like J Lo, but what even is this? It feels like yet another project trying to over-explain herself and justify her stardom mm. and life choices." Girl, it's okay. Relax. That's exactly how I felt when I watched it. Like, she, it's like talk. It's from what I saw as her like get getting married or getting engaged like five or six times with. Three, five or six different men and I'm like okay this is about you and then she's yeah. singing it's a musical like that really blew my mind the girl is singing child <laughs> anyway it just seemed like it was a I won't be engaging in that it seemed like it's all over the place it seems like she had an unlimited budget and this is really just her telling her life and explaining to everyone she just loves love all I want to know is who playing Ashanti oh <laughs> J-Lo will be playing the part of Ashanti um in this Kiki musical. Palmer isn't Kiki Palmer in it? <laughs> Lord Jesus. It seems like it's a mess and it's all over the place. And it's it's a musical. Like, why a musical, girl? Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hush my mind. That's all I have to say. I won't be watching. I'm sure, like, I'll see clips and stuff and that'll be good enough for me. Won't be, yep. won't be engaging in I'm that. Sure, I'm sure Twitter will keep me uh, very entertained. Entertained. When it comes out, so. Yes. Won't be engaging. You know Sorry. what? Jennifer is nothing but a joke. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. I'm I'm did sorry. Not expect that. I'm sorry. Did not expect that. I'm sorry. Caleb. 
Michaela. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Over explain. The person was right. Over explain. You know what? But when you got money and you could just green light your own projects and you got the funds to do it, you know what? I, I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing. So, you know, good for her in that regard. In that mm. regard. And in that regard only. When I pull up the, the Escalade. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm was asking about a, a biopic or biopic. You got one right. You got one right there. <laughs> you got one right there. You got it. You should never ask. You should never ask. I told y'all it was coming. I knew it. I knew it. Between but how many and Twenty One Savage? I knew it was coming. How many documentaries do we need? Didn't did, she already had a documentary? She did? based on her. Yes, she did. Yes, I think it was like when she was with Mark Anthony and. Was mm. doing, she was doing something like I. Uh, I briefly so the last husband. Really? It's a new husband. Like, new documentary needed. Yeah, yeah. She, she gotta like, add the, the other one. It it is. I mean, I, so I we we te- the things we make fun of her about. I feel like fuels her to want to do these things. Yeah, yeah. Justify her stardom. Yeah, I'm a star. I, mean, I worked really hard, and girl, I and I what? sing as best as I can. We appreciate her it. for. What she was at the time, we gonna mm. always love Selena. Yeah, <laughs> you know she's the reason why I know the lady. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's her time, that's her time with Diddy, and then that was it. Ja Rule, and you know that's true. I like, I like. Look, I have Jennifer Lopez songs on some of my playlists. Yes. I like some of her music, yeah. but at, at some point, like I need her to be honest. Like you know what I'm saying? Like okay, girl, like you you did all right. Like go sit down. Like it's okay. Like relax. She be doing too much. She be doing too much, and I feel like I don't know if I've I don't know if I've ever heard her give Ashanti credit. I know Ashanti that's is giving her that's what really bothers you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, cause she really got us. That was when she was going to the J to the L O. She and that's how she really brought all of us in. I mean, I did like some songs from um on the six, right? But I didn't really become a Jennifer Lopez fan until that J Lo album when she I felt like she was appealing to more yeah. so to us. And come to find mm-hmm. out that was fucking Ashanti singing to us the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That made me feel kind of way. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> she said, you fooled me. Right. You fooled me three times. I'm gonna fool me three times. Fuck the peace sign. Okay. <laughs> yes, Lota Chapa. It is what it is. Fun fact, she her house is literally two two doors down from P. Diddy's house. On Star mm. Island in Miami. Oh, mm. I was about to say, huh? I was about to say, what? Mm. Epstein? <laughs> no. Let's see. Don't say that name on this podcast. I, I, I don't. I don't I, I'm I don't sorry. Know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we don't. Oh, that's interesting. We don't, we don't need nothing else. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah, Star Island. I was like, oh, oh, good, that's, good that's, quite, that's quite oh, interesting. Really they on the same block. Mm. Same mm. block. Is that don't the be fooled same by the rock. Jenny on the same block. Okay. Jenny on the same block. All right. Let's move on to our hook today. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Dami, did you have anything to add? Or? I ain't got nothing else to no, add. No, that no, was no. enough. That was enough. That I, was I, enough. Like, I like the new uh, Hallie videos, though. You know, it's fun. <laughs> oh. That's all I got. <laughs> I also I listened to that. No sound. I was just like, okay. Nice. It was a video of her pregnancy photo shoot. That was cute. When she's like, you oh. know, the mermaid. That was really pretty. No, oh, I didn't Chloe. see that. No, I didn't see that either. I just saw oh, it with, with Chloe. Instagram? I think so, yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, she's behind the scenes of her in the pool. 
I can finally share. Mm. All Somebody my, was saying she must have been underneath legal obligation not to say anything. You think with mm. Disney? Disney or something? Yeah. Probably. That's just, I mean, people were speculating, no one knows, but mm. that's what we love to do, speculate. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, on to the hook. Today is um, Amma's special. Mm. Yes. Um, we're pretty much doing SOS. Uh, we're mm-hmm. talking about underrated songs from our favorite artists. Did we choose just one artist or did y'all have multiple artists? Multiple? I had multiple. Okay. Okay. I did multiple and I don't know if I would say, I, I think only one of these are my favorite artists, but mm. one of my favorite genres I ended up doing by genre. Go genre. Okay. I love that. What about you? Genre. Oh, sorry. Oh, who's going first? (laughs) I've decided to focus on my other favorite, which is uh, rap. Okay. Okay. Core, core. Yeah. What did you say, Dami? One more. I said, what about about you? Did you choose different artists? I chose different artists, and these are artists that. Uh, well, I guess two of them are older artists that we like definitely love. One is like always invited to the cookout, especially mm. in heaven. And then mm. the other one is she is a favorite artist, but I haven't delved into her like work that much. Mm. But I feel like this song is still underrated of hers. Okay. And I think honestly, it's only right that Amma starts us off. Like, yeah, uh, right. Do the you were gonna say that? It's, it's sure. Only right. Let me me give the proper introduction. Um, Uh Hi, listeners. Yes. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, For those of you who have been listening with us in the beginning, or for those of you just joining, um, you know, I always have a slept on. Yes. Shout out to the Mm -hmm. babies. Thank y'all for listening. Um, Y'all know, I always do a a slept on Saturday SOS segment at the end of the show where I kind of talk about artists or songs that I feel like are slept on. Um, It's not saying that you never heard the song, but I just felt like, damn, it just didn't get the recognition it deserved. So today, like Michaela said, today's episode is going to be all about that. So I will kick us off. Like I said, I did rap. Only one of these artists are my favorite artists, but rap is my second favorite genre. Mm -hmm. Um, So, 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 so. We're going to kick it off with a, a song called Shoot Me Down by Lil Wayne featuring D. Smith. Yeah, now if you let me, you won't regret me. Shit, if you let me, you won't forget me. Remember? And if you don't, then ponder. Hold up. Pow, pow. There's a reminder. Now, I'm from Louisiana. So Wayne was always a big thing, like, to us way before he went mainstream, like, way before he went mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, so he yeah, released sense. Carter in t- 2004. He released the Carter 2 in 2005. Um, and both were acclaimed and loved by millions. Um, he pr- it produced hits such as Go DJ, Hustlin' Music, which is my favorite Wayne song, uh, Money on My Mind. But when he released the Carter 3 in 2008, and this was after, like, a slew of uh, mixtapes, by the way, between the Carter Two and the Carter Three, he had like five or six mixtapes because Wayne was fucking psycho. Like he was putting out music. I feel like every fucking month. He's but like, y'all he gonna hear me, <laughs> right? Listen, you gonna hear me, and, and I'm just like, could have been on any album. They were so good. Love but it. in 2008, that the Carter Three truly crossed Wayne over into like international superstardom. Like that was the album that crossed mm-hmm. him over and put him on the map as one of the greatest of all time without question and to me the carter three was to rap what confessions was to r&b 
Okay. That's how mm. my Ooh, a lot of people keeping that album up. Yes. Listen, that's like people. A lot of Carter Three is a lot of people's favorite Red Wayne album. Like, mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. How, that's how a lot of people were introduced to him. I hear that um, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's such. It was such a good and complete album. It was a no skip album. Like I from beginning to end. Um, and I even sold a few bootlegs of this album when it when it came <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> and and the worst, but the but the, the worst part about it is that I was selling them at church, child. I was <laughs> selling these bootlegs Ooh. for five dollars at with, church with the fish with the fish plate. The fish plate, the fish plate, the fish plate, and three potato salad, peas, a piece of bread, and a slice of a roll. They always, always give you a roll, a roll and cake, and a cold drink. Okay, yeah. But shout out to my gateway computer because I made a little money on that. And and even though the sheet was out of order, it wasn't in order. Nobody cared because everybody just wanted their hands. Nobody cared. Um. So everyone knows the songs "Lollipop," of course. Mm-hmm. Millie got money, mm-hmm. comfortable, and of course, we, 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 Mrs. Officer. Mm-hmm. That's my song. <laughs> yes. But do you know "Shoot Me Down"? Hmm. How I many do people out there know "Shoot Me Down"? Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> not me, not me. I'm sure you now, don't. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That's how she reached. Gotcha. Um, I, <laughs> I honestly, to be fair, I probably wouldn't have paid much attention to this song if it wasn't for KanyeWest.com. Now, that was a blog because I told y'all I used to be a stand in high school. <laughs> that was a blog I used to follow daily. Kanye, Kanye actually used to go on there and post things daily, like mm. pictures. Of course, he'll he has a website. Thoughts, he'll post videos. He'll post like different images, like the things that he was working on. And when um, the Carter Three Carter Three job, he posted um, that this song was his favorite song on the album. So I said, "Hmm, if that's Kanye's favorite song on the album, let me go take a, let me go take a closer <laughs> listen." Of course, of course. Let me not skip over it. So my sixteen-year-old self pulled. A... <laughs> not surprised. If Kanye like it, I should like it too. Right. Let me go listen to what he's talking about. Is it that good to be with my story? You I mean over Lollipop and Mrs. Officer? I thought I trust him. I trust, I trust, I trust him. his ear. I trust his ear. I mean, this That's was 2008. Genius. This was 2008. He just put out graduation. I definitely trusted him a lot more. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Graduation and 808. So I definitely trusted him a lot more during this yeah. time. Now, I don't trust that nigga at home. <laughs> anyway. Um, so but when I heard it, it, it instantly became clear to me why Kanye said that. So the song starts with open up your hearts, people. Page one, chapter one, verse motherfucking one. Then the beat comes in. Dun, 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 dun. Listen, that is how he opens the song up. So you know that he is literally about to tell you a story. Like he literally like you love it. Motherfucking book and he about to tell you a story. And the drums at the beginning, the dun, dun, it sounds like to be like a western when he, and he's like on a horse riding into town for a showdown mm. that's what it sounds like like doom, 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 they should have had this on the heart of they fall right no for real <laughs> when they was riding into the town for the like final yeah. battle mm-hmm. the drums from this song should have been playing that's literally what the song sounds like at the beginning and, and the drums are throughout the whole song i love it um but the the there's a genius annotation that uh, that sums the song up like nicely i can't remember off the top of my head but i'm gonna gonna kind of summarize it um or paraphrase it and saying basically wayne is asking like his haters and his doubters and his non-believers to not shoot him down like he's mm. tied you know he's he's at a he's 
he's ascending right now. You know, please don't shoot him down. But on the flip side of it, he's saying, even if y'all tried to shoot me down, you couldn't because I'm on the top well, and I won't be knocked off. That's inspirational. Period. So it was, it's, you know, it's, it was one. He's like, he's like, yeah, don't, please don't shoot me down. But you know what? You, you can't. And the, the chorus is, please don't shoot me down because I'm flying. I'm flying. Who's singing I'm that? I'm higher. D. Smith. I think, yeah, D. Smith. That's the person that's featured on the song, D. Smith. Um, but simply put, Wayne is talking his shit. You mm. know, so eloquently on this song. His voice is very soft and smooth on the songs, but the lyric, the lyrics make it clear that he knows exactly who he is, and he knows that there's a target on him because of his talents, but he's not letting it stop him from anything. So this is one of the verses um, that I'll end with, and he says, yeah, not, well, this is, big, this is the first verse. Now, if you let me, you won't regret me. Shit, if you let me, you won't forget me. Remember, and if you don't, then ponder. Hold up, pop, pop, there's a reminder. I ain't kind of hot, I'm sauna. I sweat money, and, my, and the bank is my shower. And that pistol is my towel. So stop sweating me, coward. And I would die for hours, ride for hours, supply the flowers. This is history in the making. Now shut the fuck up and let me make it. He was just spitting his shit. I loved it. Okay. That's how he opened the song. Like, And then the chorus comes in, please don't shoot me down with the drums playing in the back. It so, makes sense why Kanye loves Kanye, it. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> this is a, definitely uh, a Kanye song. Uh, I like some shit that makes, I can hear Kanye It makes saying. sense. It makes sense. Now that, now that you say the, the verse, it makes a lot of nah, sense. you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm yeah. hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I like that. Yeah, you can't shoot me down. Right. Mm. All right. All right. I mean, it makes sense. I'm not. I'm, I'm serious when I say it. It makes sense. It's your story. <laughs> <laughs> the song is good. The song is really good. Shoot me down from the Carter Three came out 2008. Slept on song for real, for real. One of my favorite Wayne songs for real. I, yeah. Three verses, just spitting, just rapping. You got the guitar that comes in at the beat. I mean, at the end. He got the drums, the war drums. Really, really love it. Now, mm-hmm. speaking of Kanye, my second song. <laughs> this is my favorite artist. My second song is a song called. Know. I mean, if you know, if you listen to the pie, if you did it, right, right. <laughs> um, but this song is called "30 Hours" by Kanye featuring Andre 3000. Oh wait, Chicago, St. Louis, St. Louis to Chicago. Underlay, underlay, E-I-E-I Uh-oh, you had me driving fire enough to switch the time zone You was the best of all time at the time, though Yeah, you wasn't mine, though But I still drove 30 hours Yeah, yeah, yeah 30 no, hours No, no. <laughs> This song, if you know, this song is from Kanye's album The Life of Pablo that came out in 2016 At the beginning of 2016 And Pablo is is this album is literally the soundtrack to my second job, my second apartment, and it's mm. an ode to my confusing ass life in 2016. There's a lot of confusion <laughs> in my life in 2016. Mm. 2016 confusion, wow. a little heartbreak mixed up in there, but lots of confusion. Um, <laughs> that's that's the only way I can describe you know, it. A. Yeah, right. I mean. You know. if, just live a little. Just live a little. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Baby, you about. gotta grow up, yeah. baby. You ain't there yet. You gotta go through something. Um, but pop, but the life of Pablo is like you know, like many things that relate to Kanye, polarizing uh, to a lot of folks. You meet people who love Pablo, Pablo, mm. um, and like absolutely adore this album. You meet, and then you meet mm-hmm. people who hate this album. It's like this shit whack. And then you meet people in the middle album. who are like, I, I only like two or three songs. You know, like 
But what? people either really like this album or just like, eh, nah. I, mm-hmm. I, I rarely meet people in the middle who are just like can respect it and be like, I like some songs. Like I really meet, I really meet people that. So the songs you know off of this album are Ultra Light Bean. That's literally how the album starts. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, perfectly executed song. Uh, famous, of course. Who could forget Fade with the iconic Tiana Taylor video? I'm like that. <laughs> listen, that fucking video put that song on the map. Honestly, yes, that video very iconic all um, her iman were in that oh yeah they sure were oh yeah um, at the end mm-hmm. at the end with the little cat yeah um, little cat face little cat nose you know like what the hell what the hell's going on her face <laughs> um and then you have like real friends that that's, that's a good song on there as well um mm-hmm. so is is pablo my favorite album no i don't think so but i do think it has aged quite well um, yeah. almost 10 years later that's crazy almost 10 years that album that came out holy shit crazy um it's crazy it has aged well and i think it showcases the many sides of kanye so the rapper the producer the comedian the ranter the <laughs> at the time husband the pink polo mm-hmm. backpack shit talker and then you kind of mm. get a glimpse into his transition into exploring gospel and his spirituality yeah, yeah. uh theme music so mm-hmm. I, you kind of that's kind of like that kind of opens it and of course his album that comes out after that is uh, yes. Jesus is King Jesus King yeah. Um, yeah but this song 30 Hours is uh, towards the end of the album and when you look at the original track listing it features Andre 3000 which it mm-hmm. actually does but not in a way that I think everybody thought it was when you mm-hmm. first saw that he was on the album because you thought he was about to be spitting uh, no that nigga was playing the flute like he didn't gave up the rap <laughs> right um, he, he warned us like, a long nah, time ago long time ago we should have known <laughs> eight years ago that this nigga was not about he to be coming out here back then. Right. he's like I'm trying to eat some of this shit for you motherfuckers you guys are not getting that <laughs> um, nobody talks about my flute. Nobody right, you hear flute? flute in the back. Nobody like, oh well, you gonna hear it again? <laughs> yeah, you gonna hear it one more time. I'm gonna put out a whole name album for it, but um, I'm gonna get into <laughs> to that part a little bit later. But Thirty Hours is a hazy, mythical sounding recollection recollection of one of Kanye's previous relationships, um, in which he would travel thirty hours between LA and Chicago to visit his then girlfriend, uh, some key rainy um so if you don't know who that is uh, model, that's the right? whole, she was with me before the deal she's been trying to be mine she had delta so she's been throwing that dynasty mm-hmm. sign he was talking about that girl uh, no she wasn't a model that she came after um oh, okay okay yeah and i don't know if it's samaki or samaki so i do apologize if i'm pronouncing her name wrong um, but he's also detailed in this time period when he was still new in the game um, and he was nervous when performing and having to perform for jay-z and cameron and how when he would visit his girlfriend he was broke Mm-hmm. But she was still, she. But he was still trying to make things happen. Like he was still making the effort. He was driving. Uh, he had no money. Like they was eating at you know Popeyes and and you know like stuff like that. That's that's what he was talking about in this song. So a few lines that kind of detail that he says: Expedition was Eddie Bauer edition. I'm driving with no winter tires and winter skirt, skirt, skirt like a private school for women. Then I get there and all of Popeyes is finished, girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. That- because can you imagine driving 30 hours and ain't got nothing to eat and all you see is crumbs Popeye's crumbs on the bed I don't want to be somebody else nothing but a biscuit right I no, Girl, leave you, me a smelling all that chicken moment you walk in the door you're like wait what is chicken uh, <laughs> leave me a motherfucking wing and a jalapeno pepper Mm-mm-mm. And then he said, "Got a hotel room, three stars for you. You call down for an omelet, girl. It's five in the morning. You realize we at the Double Tree, not the Aria. Not the Aria. Only thing open is Waffle House, girl. Don't start with me. 
I'm sorry. Funny about Kanye being a damn comedian sometimes in his songs. That shit was funny. Um, but but then you have the outro, um, and that's when Andre three thousand comes in. So he helps sing the thirty hours. That's literally all Andre mm-hmm. three thousand all song is thirty hours. <laughs> right. Hey, put me out. Thirty hours. Yeah. Yes. He sure did. Which is oddly calming. So I guess it kind of you know he kind of foreshadowed what he was eventually going to because it was a very calm part of the song. But Kanye is just like freestyling it at the end. He's just talking. I don't, he's not even rapping he's just talking for real like he just he's like talking about engineer yeah talking somebody he's somebody you get a, a the original iphone um ringtone go off and he answer the damn phone he's like this nigga didn't even change his ringtone he didn't even you know, care right he didn't even care but he's he like just, keep the he's vibing out he's literally just vibing out at the end and he's just like you know just saying random stuff but it, it works and then he's saying that you know some of his favorite albums some of his favorite songs would have tracks like this where they're just mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. like so i think it was, it was just kind of an ode to that and if you remember from his first album on last call that's what the the majority of last call is him just talking and he's talking about his phone. story and mm-hmm. yeah talking on the phone yeah. basically saying how he became how he got signed to rockefeller this kind of reminded me of that um mm-hmm. a little bit but overall this song is good it's a vibe i don't hear many people it talk is. about it or even mention it i do feel like this song could have been on a previous album because i thought it was interesting that he was talking about his girlfriend his first his well his girlfriend when he first got in the game like all these years later i'm like i feel like this could have been on late registration or something like that but maybe he mm. was just holding on to it you know um yeah it, I feel like it could have fit, but it was still great. Andre 3000 was good on it. Um, for a playlist that exists, like that's talking about like songs that make you feel like you're floating to another dimension, I would put this on that playlist. That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, I can yeah. see. It. So, thirty hours. Okay. That's my second and my last one. Keep it keep it short and cute. Now, <laughs> my last one. I talk about Wayne. Y'all know who from New Orleans, so I'm taking it back to the bottom of the map yet again, but not with Wayne. I'm taking it back with I'll Pay For It by Soldier Slim. First of all, rest in peace to Soldier Slim. Um, lost his life to gun violence, violence some time ago. Um, but he mm. is definitely a certified New Orleans NOLA NO legend. Um, mm. Most of y'all know Soldier Slim um, from Slow Motion with Juvenile, of course. That was actually a number one on, on the billboard. Like, that went number one. And unfortunately, it went number one after he was killed. So he wasn't, he's never oh, here wow. to see that. But everybody, wow. not just in this country, I think worldwide knows it's fucking Slow Motion. But do you know, I'll pay for it. Do I know the Muffin Man? No, <laughs> no, Alba, we do not. Not that one. <laughs> so the Slim said, "Look, I like him with a small waist and nice hips. So when I'm hitting from the back, I get a nice grip. I be sweating like a dog, and I might slip. So with the right hips, I get a tight vice grip. Listen, my nigga was spitting on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> when I be coming, you be like, you start dipping like yes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll let you want to listen to a dime. Oh, you should go listen to it. Dami, I know you always say that, but this is actually one of the ones you should go listen to. You're right. Don't worry. I'll see y'all this weekend. <laughs> you ain't going to make us I... listen to it, though. <laughs> He'll be like, before we go, before we go, before we go, <laughs> press play. Um, but this is a great song. I'm like, I do. 
and play them out. <laughs> you like, sit down. Sit down. Uh, but this, this isn't a serious song. It's a fun song. Um, this The title of the song tells you everything you need to know. Soldier is basically singing about his escapades with some young ladies in which he will pay for it, but only if he wants it. He says, I'm a thug, ain't no love for the club rats. Yeah, I told you I was breaking bread, but breaking bread to a limit. You heard what I said. I ain't stutter. I'm a cheeky ass motherfucker. If you a hustler, let me see you work them booty muscles. Get jiggy with it. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. <laughs> if I want it. If I want it. If I listen, hey, what that be coming? <laughs> he's also telling the young ladies that he's not tied down into anyone. Um, mm-hmm. he can have anyone that he wants and he doesn't care if they're in the streets doing them because he's doing him. Okay. He says, for every one that I lose, I bounce back with two. You in love with me? Yeah, I'm in love with you, but not mentally, physically, and what your mouth do. Ooh, this Ooh, song wow. is really something else. Ooh. This song mm-hmm. is really something else. It's low-key disrespectful, but the beat and the hook makes you fall in love with it. It is a certified New Orleans classic. And I don't always. know if a lot of people <laughs> in it. I don't know if a lot of people outside that Southern region know, but if you love slow motion, I promise you, you're going to love this. And I urge you to listen to it. It is such a fun song to listen to, to dance to. I'll pay for it. Rest in peace. Soda Slim. And that's my three. Mm, that's a good one. You know what? I'm gonna send it to my mama because when I say <laughs> slow motion with my mama's chokehold, like I, nah, I just remember nah. a time in life. Let me know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I can call her right now. She like, oh yeah, that was my song. So yeah, I'm gonna send her that mm-hmm. one too. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, like. Wait a minute, don't yes. tell you got it from me. <laughs> no, I am. Yep, <laughs> I am. I want, oh, you know, I want you from there. You know, she's from there. I'm going to say it. We should listen to it. She said, if you like slow motion, you can like this. <laughs> I, you know what? I stand on that. If you like slow motion, you're going to like this for sure. I stand on that. So, you know what? Right. Go, ahead, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, Mama Selena. Go ahead, Mama Selena. I'm dead. <laughs> Dami, do you want to go next? Oh, yeah, sure. I could go. Okay. Yeah, so let me see. All three of my artists are R&B artists. Um, I one love of them is Nia Soul, of course. One of them um, involves Beyonce, which is no surprise. So I'll start with that. So, of course, we already know Beyonce is one of my top artists. But I want mm-hmm. to bring a song from when she was in Destiny's Child. Which was DC3. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DC3. DC3. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm talking about the Destiny's Fulfilled album now. Hmm. Okay. Y'all know about that album. This was their final studio album. This mm-hmm. is back in yeah. 2004. Okay. Middle school. Middle school, yes. Middle school. I was a good 10, 11 years old. And we know a lot of the bangers from this album, right? Mm -hmm. Lose my breath. 10, 11. Hold on. What? 11, right? I wasn't going to say nothing. I wasn't going to say nothing. 11? Eleven. I don't know. Hold, on. hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. You, if you was eleven, I was twelve. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay, that's right. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. Like, don't try school. me. Don't try hold me. Yeah, don't I, try I me. I couldn't. I was adding myself. Mm-hmm. I said something ain't right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the middle school it varies depending on yeah. where the region. Like, you know, was seventh. Yeah. I was seventh grade. My was six to eighth. Okay. Sorry, six to eighth grade. My mind said you've had enough calculating today. I'm dead. Something is not right. Something is not right. What's that in middle school shit? No, you were, you were. Yes. I had to go, I had to go that route. 
That's what I heard. I heard 10 right, and right, I did not right. get Because she, she think at 13, like, like, 12, 13, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was still flat chested when this came out. But oh, um, anyways, yes. Destiny's Fulfill album, Ooh. bangers, right? Lose My Breath, Soldier, Cater mm. to You. Yeah, girl. Even T-shirt mm. here and there, depending yes. on how deep he was with the album. However, yeah, yeah. A lot of people do not bring up the song "If." So that's what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. If you're right, mm-hmm. it's such a good song. It's such a yes. good song. This this uh, episode is the perfect time for me to discuss this because last week I was on Twitter and I was scrolling and someone posted a clip of Twenty One Savage. Now, y'all know he's in his he army bag. He loves R and B. He sings any song, and you know he he can't sing, but he be singing it. <laughs> Why was he singing this song on Instagram Live? Why? <laughs> yes, and I was like, you know what? That I'm was not my fucking jam. He got yes. taste. He got taste he now. He does. Y'all reading about Destiny Fulfill album, right? This came two years. Was it two years? Two or four years after the Soldier album, mm-hmm. and they went on a little hiatus because they all went. They all went to have their own little solo career, which each one of them was pretty successful in their own right. But then when mm-hmm. they came back with Destiny Fulfill, oh baby, they came out with a banger. Now, the reason why I had to speak about If If is one of my favorite Destiny Child songs by far mm-hmm. throughout the whole discography DC 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 DC 3 <laughs> If is one of my favorite songs okay and I was obsessed with this song even when I was 10, 11 and I didn't know what the heck was going on but you know what the harmonies yes. the harmonies it, it's, they just mesh so well mm-hmm. and every what I loved about this album but in this song in particular is everyone had their own part Mm-hmm. equal parts there wasn't a lead singer you know everyone had their own lines and they were going back and forth back and forth and then mm-hmm. harmonizing all together it was such a beautiful song if it y'all was. know it talks about men who don't appreciate their girlfriends until no. their relationship ends and then they realize yeah. the mistakes they made now yeah. at 10 and 11 i ain't known about that but maybe at 30 going on 31 oh i know plenty about that you okay know you know now. all right oh right if you don't know now you know and now, yes. now you know okay <laughs> This message is so relevant to that person who broke your heart so many times and you finally decided, like, I had enough. I got to let it go. All right. The chorus, if you don't know, now you know you're going to miss my love. Mm-hmm. Now you're stressing about a doggone thing because mm-hmm. I was true when I gave you you better sing. my love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. yeah. All right. Beautiful song. It's so raw. It, it, it the production's yes. not much. You know, you just have uh, a piano mm-hmm. and and a harmonies. Sample. A sam- who the yeah, sample? sample? It was Natalie Cole. Inseparable. Mm, what? And, yes. it up like that. Yes. Shut up. And you know what's so funny? Wow. The song about inseparable, right? It's about. Of course, you can't, with your lover. can't be you can't, without him. Yeah. Can't be without him. And I, you know, I pulled up one of her lyrics from, from Natalie Cole. It says, "There is no way we could break up. No words that can make mm. us blow our thing." Versus if, versus if, 
Okay. Life. You know, flip it. You know, if flip you it for real. If you get to feeling stressed up in your chest thinking that you're about <laughs> to lose, baby, it's true. All right. Mm. So if you're thinking it, yeah, it's it's Hi. it's true, baby. It's coming up. All right. Yes. Of course. You know, you have the sample. It's such a 70s feel. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have the beautiful strings. You have the harmonies. You have the piano. Mm. And we already know Destiny Child, they're amazing at harmonizing. I think mm-hmm. there was like one clip, I don't know, Super Bowl or pre Super Bowl, and they sung that national anthem. That clip, mm. is, it goes viral all the time. But like, if y'all like harmonies and y'all like hearing Destiny Child harmonize, please listen to If. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, y'all gonna love this song. It's and to me, Throughout the album, but in this song in particular, I feel like Michelle carried. Okay, Ooh, like her voice is okay. so distinct. She, yes. she has she that churchy voice. It's very. It was raspy. perfect. It was perfect, perfect on for it. her. Okay, mm-hmm. when she had her lead lyrics, but also when she was in the harmony, like I could hear Michelle throughout the whole song, and I'm like, you know what? If y'all ever, if y'all ever question why she's in this group, listen to that song. Listen to the album. It's that song. Mm. Period. All right. And oh, it's a great ass song. And mm-hmm. honestly, my first time seeing Beyonce live was at the Destiny's Fulfilled Tour. And of course, mm. I want to hear Lose My Breath, but I really want to hear he- If. <laughs> and I did hear it, and the baby almost cried. My mom looked at me like, Why are you crying? Uh, oh, <laughs> 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 so, yes. That song, mama. This song, song. I said, mama, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't get it. Like, I don't. I'm I don't. Right? Why are you doing all this? <laughs> Not why you doing all of this. But yeah, great song song. choice. I think it's if it's not slept on, I I feel like I don't hear about it as much as the other Mm. songs, of course. Mm -hmm. Now, second song, of course, I gotta bring some Neo Soul. You know, I love Neo Soul. I could have chose from many of the Neo Soul artists, but I had to bring it to Philly's own music soul child. Mm -hmm. Now Music has a great discography. Just Friends, Love, Girl Next Door, Half Crazy, Don't Change, B-U-D-D-Y, Teach Me, (laughs) and of course, So Beautiful. So Beautiful. However, it's this one song that I always always gravitate towards. This is from his 2008 album called On My Radio. This is the same album that um, So Beautiful was on, as well as If You Leave, featuring our auntie Mary J. Blige. Mm -hmm. Come on. The song song. I'm going to talk about is called Until. Well, a lot of people don't know about this song. Okay, well, it's funny you chose that. It's funny you chose that. Go ahead, really? go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, because yes, okay. it connects. It, it connects to one of my one of my songs. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this song. Oh my goodness. Now, when you think of Neil Soul, right? You think of slow pace. You may think of it, it as a vibe and very soulful. But this song is very upbeat, mm-hmm. and it's different from music. At least for me, it's like something you could dance to. Um, <laughs> And of course, like this song to me was slept on because you know it wasn't a lead single, and also if you're not an album person, you're not gonna find this song. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. of course, again, my mama and just me loving Neo Soul, I listened to the album and wow, I'm so glad I was able to hear this song. Um, this song is straight to the point, right? He's expressing his love for some for someone that will last forever, that will last mm-hmm. until the impossible, mm-hmm. and. This song had two samples. Mm-hmm. One of them is "You Can't You Can Count on Me" by the Gap Band. So you mm-hmm. hear Charlie Wilson's voice throughout the whole song. Okay. The second one. The second one. 
Marvin Gaye. Marvin motherfucking Gaye. A funky space <laughs> reincarnation. So when you Ooh. hear the beginning of a funky space reincarnation, 2073, you hear that as a part of the chorus of Until. Mm-hmm. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. Baseline's insane. Um, the harmonies on this song, again, insane. To me, this is music's rendition of Stevie Wonder's ass. And I know that sounds crazy mm-hmm. because ass is one of my top listen. three songs. <laughs> now she's going to beat me you up. Got me. If it you got it. me. Now, I'm not going to relate it to as because of the instrumentation, right? There's obviously oh, not only the song. No, no, no. But, 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 but. She but, said, never mind. Right, right. She said, no, I'm not going to listen. I know it, it, don't take, back. Back. it don't take much for Alma to not listen to a song. <laughs> so I'm going to try my it best. Look her back. Look her back. I should have lied. I should have lied. But not not with production, right? That they're very similar. But the theme of the of both of those songs, right? They're similar, where they're expressing yeah. love. Okay. Into another another galaxy, another dimension of time. Okay. It's you know when you hear how much uh, Stevie Wonder compares love to you know this infinite time or like something that's very impossible to achieve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This song until is very similar. So. In the chorus, he says, I'll be loving you till the sun starts shining blue and the seas talk back to you, girl. I'll still be there, be there. Loving you until all of time is standing still. Nothing's mm-hmm. ever been as real to me as this love, this love, this love, loving you until. So it's obvious that the sun will never be blue. I mean, it's global warming. So honestly, yeah, I don't know what's going to I was about to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as of right now, it seems like it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My favorite line of the song, if dreams could dream just like people do, I believe they dream the dream of the love between me and you. It's like, damn, mm-hmm. if the dream can dream, they would dream of the love between me and not you. If a Come dream on, could dream. Not if a dream. Come on, could dream. Come on. Writing. 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 You'll be writing. Can you imagine a dream, dream of a love like that? Can you imagine someone loving you until the possible becomes true? Like that's the kind of love that I strive for. So Aww. if y'all love like that. Stevie Wonder's ass, if y'all want something a little different from music, a little more upbeat, Stevie definitely Wonder's listen to ass. a, a two. <laughs> Wait, I took that. It's so wrong. I know. Booty. No. As. As. As the song. No, as. As. If you like as, but you wonder. As. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> Last song. I think we cannot talk about this song. <laughs> because I feel like this song did not get the love that it deserved to get. Okay. Mm. This is Demita Jones on Janet Jackson, No Sleep. No Sleep. Oh, yes, Dami. Yes, yes, no yes, sleep. yes. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank you, thank I'm you. In. All right, I'm this in. is from her 11th studio album. 11th. Unbreakable. This was released in 2015. Mm-hmm. Co-written and produced by, of course, Janet. And, of course, Jimmy Jan and Terry Lewis. Who else? Of course. Who else? So, to me, it's like, why was this song slept on? I feel like when you have... 
No, no, but I, but I felt like no, no, no. I felt like J Cole was a perfect touch to this song. Like, yes. usually yeah, yeah, yeah. I can skip it before some of the rap features, but I, I you know, I, I he was good in it. He was good. He was getting it. He was getting it. It's like you know how some artists that that's been out for a long time they they People try to put them on ice. Yeah, put them on ice. So then. They'll try to compromise their sound to stay relevant, mm-hmm. to sound like they're up to date. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this yeah. song is so Janet to me. It's yes. so like, it yes. it's a slow tempo. It's giving Quiet Storm vibes. Her yes. sound is very Big much quiet the same. Storm. Big Quiet Storm vibes. I was just like, yo, why? But new age Quiet Storm, but new, you know? But new age, right. It's like, if you have her, her pillow type, her pillow talk type songs, like, yeah. funny, how? time flies mm. anytime any place shoot even i get so lonely it's like y'all will mm. love no sleep some days yeah, tonight. Really, it really gives uh, some days tonight really yes Ooh. yes yes mm-hmm. Lyrically, on oh yeah that's a good one that's a good <laughs> one y'all the song depicts janet longer to reunite with her lover that she misses so much and no sleep. anticipating no that when she does see him they will get no sleep so you already know what's about to happen okay you know how she get down. She's very nasty, but very sensual with it, okay? Very. She mm-hmm. says in the song, 48 hours in love, it ought to be a weekend marathon. So you better mm-hmm. get ready, my king, because I'm going to be the queen of insomnia. First yeah. of all, I can't relate, because y'all know I like to sleep. <laughs> However, I, I, I picture, I, I can get Except the picture when... of what's finna go down. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Ain't about me. Ain't about, ain't about me. She ain't about anyways, me. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. I'm dead. Funny enough, this song mm. almost did not make it on the album. What? Yes. That's Jimmy crazy. Jam said in an interview with... Yeah, exactly. He said in an interview with Entertainment Weekly that this song did not make it, almost did not make it to the final track list for Unbreakable. He said that it was basically called that because it was like five in the morning and they just completed a whole day of work and um, he was still awake. So he was playing around with some different stuff and came up with the skeleton of the song. Months went by before the track was discovered by Terry and Janet at a point which... Jimmy was like, Terry asked for the melody and it evolved from there. Janet loved it. She was just feeling that, you know, when she heard it, she wanted the fans to have it. Just a warm, mm. welcoming, sensual feel, but it was almost forgotten. So thank God That's they found this months later. I would have been mad. Yeah. I would have been mad. No, I would have been mad. Like, you uh, wouldn't have never known. Right. Somebody's going to leak it. That's so and crazy. In 20 years from now. <laughs> right. Yeah. How crazy is that? <laughs> it's crazy. Almost forgotten to it being a lead single. It's but, such um, a good song. You hear the it rain is. and the thunder at the mm-hmm. beginning of the track. Again, Quiet Storm vibes. Like, yes. it could be a thunderstorm outside. I got the candles lit. It's my favorite. And, mm. and this favorite. is time to play the song. I remember when it this is. song dropped, I was like, oh, she's back. I was like, it's about to be massive. <laughs> but I felt like it kind of just came and went. Yeah, it came and went. I agree. Yeah. It, it was more flat. on like the, um, what you call that? 105.3 or something that was WDAS or whatever, like back mm-hmm. over here. Very Sweat local. But yeah. yeah. That's what it felt Very like. local. <laughs> yeah. But when I was doing yeah. my research, it apparently did pretty well. Mm-hmm. It said Nosey spent 12 non-consecutive weeks at the top of the charts. It became her most successful adult R&B song, surpassing mm-hmm. I Get Lonely. Wow. We spent five weeks at Wow. Really? Yeah, and I'm very I still shocked. feel like I Get Lonely gets more love. Right. Oh, and no sleep. It's right. that damn video. It's that damn video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was be. a video. And maybe it's also because it was just an anticipation of hearing New Janet 
which yeah. is probably why people kept playing it. But then again, I yeah. still felt like it came on. Um, again, this song is a perfect mix of that old school vibe with a touch of new school feel, having J. Cole on the track. Like he was still rapping with that same type of vibe. It was it was almost like it was poetic mm-hmm. the way he rapped on this track. Mm-hmm. So love this song. And of course he even referenced Butterflies by Michael Jackson and Yana mm-hmm. Butterfly songs. So <laughs> song is still fresh to me even to this day. Very yeah. sensual, soothing and mm-hmm. so I really want to give it his flowers. So I know that's right. Check out yeah. that song. I love you know, that. You said it coming out came out in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was just like a matter of the time. Because think about the songs that Maybe. was coming out during that time. I think yeah. that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? We were still yeah. in the club. Right, right. Ain't nobody trying to be sensual. With the business, with the business attire, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you right. Business casual in the club. Uh, pop. Right. With the vest, <laughs> with the vest and the collar shirt. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, we ain't getting no seat for a different reason, okay? Right. Oh, yeah, because y'all was full of yeah, I was, we were studying. Right. We were right. studying. Right. I'm trying to stay up. Well, yeah. yeah. Right. So maybe the time just maybe we just uh, yeah. some disconnect there, but that's a good ass song. Yeah. Very good. Grown and sexy goal is that. But uh, mm. that is, those are my three, y'all. Great songs. Those are good. Great songs, as usual. Those are really good. Okay, let's close it out. Mm. Yes. So, my first artist is somebody that we know and love. Um, this song, you know, I I brought her up before in my chokehold. This is uh, Tina Marie. Mm. And her underrated song is Deja Vu. Questioned of my lifetime. Asked my point of view. Say it all was karma. Call it Deja Vu. Call it Deja Vu. Oh. You talk about so, this song. I did yeah. talk about Portuguese love before, but I consider this to be like her most underrated song. Well, maybe not most, but one of her underrated songs because it wasn't a big single for her like Ooh La La La, Lover mm-hmm. Girl, or mm-hmm. even Square Biz. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from her first album, Wild and Peaceful, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I identify with. I like the title. Um <laughs> <laughs> which was released in 1979 and the song was written by rick james fun fact of course. motown of course. did the opposite <laughs> of what some record companies do when they were trying to market black people or black artists by putting a white person on the cover well instead motown decided to not put tina's face on the cover of the album because mm-hmm. they were like we we just want people to hear her voice because she's a white artist if you didn't know <laughs> And it wasn't until um, she debuted on Soul Train with Rick James that people found out that she was actually a white artist. And she began, she was the first white female guest on the show. And she went wow. on to be on the show more than any other white act. Mm. So, love yes. that for her. Sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm sorry. It makes sense, though. Yeah. Back to the song. It's almost an eight minute song which basically discusses like past lives and karma. It starts off very peaceful. It's sweet. It's almost like you're in a, a Disney movie with birds chirping, a flute playing. You got the ocean waves crashing on the shore. Um, it's very calming. Almost also like if you're in a Bob Ross painting, you know, you're just in there mm, like, wow. mm, life is great. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And then yeah. it starts off like that, and then it gets very soulful, and you start to really hear Tina like singing. Like you're like, okay, is this a white woman? Like you're kind of like confused. Um, Ain't no Google back then, baby. Right, exactly. Oh. 
None. And the song, I mean, she just, she laid it all out. And the song mm. really makes you feel and think about your life and wonder, like, if there was such thing as karma or if there is karma, would I come back to this life? Would I learn my lesson and, you know, get to live in peace and harmony for the rest of, you know, eternity? And like I said, she's really singing on the song. She One um, music reviewer said that it's a fantasy ballad, and I, I whole, wholeheartedly agree with that. I really, really love the song, and I would consider it probably my top Tina Marie song, like maybe top three. Um, and I love it because it just puts me at ease. It relaxes me. It's a song that I can just like cool down to, or when I'm high, I just gaze into the sky and start thinking uh, about it, you know? Um, and it brings me back to the days when my family would have, um, Sunday fun day. Alma has been to them before, but we would have Sunday fun day in the, in the summer. And when things started to wind down and we had to like, you know, turn the music down because it was, you know, quiet time and stuff, or we couldn't be as loud after what, like 10 o'clock or something like that. The We would like play soft music. And this is like one of the songs. And I'll never forget. There was a time where it was like me and my mom and a few friends. We were outside just listening to this and just talking. We was having a good conversation. And one of my friends started dancing to this song and just Aww. like, you know, just my mom was like, yeah, you know, she how she do her ad libs and stuff to the music. So. <laughs> and I just remember us vibing to it and it felt so good. And I, and I, and I guess that's why I really, really love this song. But besides all of that, I think the coke that um, Rick James took really helped him write this song. And it had to be pure coke. It couldn't have been stepped on. OK, I know that's right. Because I don't Rick know don't what else. <laughs> I don't know what else would have helped him to create something like this. Like it's very dreamy, very sincere. Um, some of the lyrics are the soul feels like the universe is vast and never ends. Stars to me are the children. Babies are my friends. God is like a galaxy within my spirit flies. Felt this way a million times. Please don't ask me why. The question of my lifetime, if you ask my point of view, they say it is. it was all karma. Call it deja vu. If you hate, another lyric is, if you hate on, if hate is on your mind, this is when she starts like breaking down and like being real soulful. Mm -hmm. If hate is on your mind and you can't give love the time, if anger is your friend, don't you know when you die, you'll come back again. And in the master's plan, you'll come back woman or man. If your life is full of sin, don't you know when you die, you'll come back again. I thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I'm not coming back no more. I've been here before and I thank God I don't want to come back no more. And she just kept going on and on, kind of giving like many Ripperton um, riffs and being high, you know, kind of like a bird song. It was so good. I said, what? Yeah. It's dynamic writing. Like, that's drugs. (laughs) All the above. All of the above. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it, I, I just, I love this song. It's so peaceful. It's so good. It's like, it really makes you think about life and like, wow, maybe if there is a past life or if I have had a past life, I hope I learned something from it. I hope I'm, I'm doing something, something right in this life. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for real. <laughs> My second song is what Dami just brought up when she talked about Until with Music Soul Child my second song is Marvin Gaye's Funky Space Reincarnation 2073 2084 
That is funny. <laughs> yep. So I have talked about this album via Instagram stories and I tweeted about it. This is my one of my favorite albums. No, my favorite album of Marvin Gaye. It's called Hear My Dear. Now, let me just tell y'all a couple mm. of things about Hear My Dear. Um, Hear My Dear is my favorite album, like I was saying, of his discography. And I think it's his most underrated album, which I can understand why, because you have he has an extensive and iconic catalog. I mean, you can't yeah. really beat what's going on. I want you and let's get it on. Like that's, those are hard yeah. albums to beat. Mm-hmm. I discovered this album, of course, through Wanda, who else? Um, like plenty <laughs> of other songs that I know and love. Mm-hmm. And I remember that when she was playing this album, she would talk about how this is this album was basically based on the relationship that he had with Barry Gordy's sister, Anna who was 17 years older than Marvin and they got married when he was 24 and she was 41. They were married for about 14 years. Mm. This album was basically the album of their divorce. Like, so this was used to play, to pay for the settlement. So Anna wanted like a million dollars from him. He didn't want to, and the court, the court ordered like alimony, like $6,000 a month and, and for alimony and child support. Mm. And he was basically like, I'm not paying that. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing all that. So his Anna lawyer basically, <laughs> well, Barry Gordy is her, is her brother. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't care. I'm a mom. <laughs> <laughs> she went home. His lawyer proposed that, um, this solution, he would have to pay, Marvin Gaye would have to pay $600,000 half of which would come from the advance from the next album, which was Here My Dear, and the mm. other half from the album's royalties. Mm. And it was an insane idea, but Marvin was like, okay, let's just do it. Okay. <laughs> and from the beginning of this album, even in the title song, Here My Dear, he's basically like, I'm laying everything out. I'm about to tell you all the truth, like everything. Mm-hmm. Like mm. the first line of the first song, he's like, I guess you can say this album is dedicated to you. And that tells you right there, like, make no mistake, this is about Anna Gordy. <laughs> this ain't about nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, like, yes, exactly that. Shots fire. Imagine if there was Twitter. Imagine if there was social media Ooh. back then. This would be a hot ass mess. Hot mess. You know, Wendy yeah. Williams would be talking about this on hot oh, topics. <laughs> this would definitely be so because it's so scandalous. It's raw. It's very personal. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in their private lives. They're talking about all sorts of stuff. Um, but again, about this album, there's a few songs on this album that I feel like don't get talked about enough when you're talking about Marvin's discography. There's Anger, When Did You Stop Loving Me, mm. Is That Enough, Anna Song. I mean, the list goes on and on. I, I love some of these songs. <laughs> Anna. Yes. He's like, here you go, Anna. He's like, this is what you wanted. This is what you wanted, um, right? That's exactly what, what he says in the song. This is what you wanted. Um, Damn. But yeah, I love so many of these songs. Some of these songs, I definitely—I mean, one of them I definitely had sex to. Right? It, and it, it's not a song to have sex what? to. It's crazy. But that's how much I love oh. this, this album. <laughs> it's like that. Well, this album was mostly about breakup and stuff. So it was like, mm. oops. But Funky Space Reincarnation, the reason why I chose it is because I think it's underrated. Here's an album where he's mostly talking about his marriage. He's talking about the private details of their life, how she called the cops on him, how, you know, she wants Mm. millions of dollars in a settlement. But then you come along to this eight minute song about (laughs) 
Afrofuturism, basically. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's definitely Janelle Monet before her time and Nona Hendrix. Yes. It's all about that. So Funky Space Reincarnation is, it sounds like the exact title of it. It's funky. It's about space. It's about living life in another place. Um, you are, you're basically on a funky spaceship somewhere in the middle of space getting high dancing at an exclusive party on somebody's spaceship like that's basically what it is um a pitchfork review said that a funky space reincarnation is an out of place eight minute misstep about spacex that has gay talking about people getting pluto ties and plutatorium (laughs) and um pluto on um pluto um and it's crazy because he does say, like, light years ahead, you and me going to be getting down on a space bed. We're going to get married in June. We're going to be getting down on the moon. Light years, interplanetary funk is going to get down. Star Wars, interplanetary funk still getting down. And I was like, what? <laughs> what is going on? All right, Marvin. I love this. <laughs> Marvin was high, too. When he yes, was right, playing, right, he was right. This. He knows a lot of drugs back there, y'all. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of coke and weed. Um, I love this song because this, again, my mom introduced me to this album. This is a song that we used to just groove to. We used to just be dancing to it randomly when she would want to play music very, very loud in the house. <laughs> and it also reminds me because Maya would be a part of that. And me and Maya every now and again would be like, what about Funky Space Reincarnation? And we just start, to, <laughs> start thinking about it. We don't get married in June. Like, we just be, just be singing it. But... Like Dami said, this song has been um, sampled in his song, in Music Soul Child song, until um, it was also in a commercial for Dior. Um, I think it was like Jador Dior and Charlize Theron was um, uh, walking out to it and, you know, it was in the campaign. But yeah, to me, this song is like one of Marvin's grooviest and out of otherworldly out of this world type of, of songs, which is unusual for him. He's like a lover man, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And mm-hmm. the song actually was released as a single, and it did modestly well on the R&B charts, peaking at number 23. So it okay, did his okay. thing. It's crazy that he that. would release it. Yeah, it's crazy he would release it as a single um, because the album has nothing. <laughs> Like it don't match the album. That's what it's funny about. That it's like he had that it's like what was he? Yeah, he's like I gotta yeah. get I gotta get rid of this. He's yeah. like I'm gonna, I ain't gonna I don't I ain't gonna make it too sad. Right, right, right. <laughs> he gonna steal right. my happiness. I'm I'm about to go on my funky space reincarnation. <laughs> yeah, I said okay, I'm, okay, I'm Marvin. Right. I'm just looking at the album cover for this for, for here, my dear Morris. He had a sense here, of humor, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Yeah, some of these really phone did. names are hilarious. You can leave, but it's going to cost love. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Nice yep. and petty. Nice and petty. He was I like very, that. The whole album is about pettiness. It's about, like, why would you call the cops on me? There's a song where he's like, you ain't got to... You ain't got to use my son of mine to keep me in line. Like, you ain't got to do all that. Like, he's Durr. already talking to this woman. Like, and he's like, Anna, like, get it together. Like, I gave you everything. We had good times. He was like, I remember when we would be doing, we would love after dark. We would Ooh. be in the park. He was Ooh. saying all Ooh. sorts of stuff. All they Barry Gordy was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is my sister. <laughs> 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 
It is my favorite Marvin Gaye album. I can't help it, but every time I, because when you, when you, when I realized or when I found that out, when my mom told me that, first of all, I'm like, how does she, that woman love Wikipedia, but she <laughs> knowing all the facts. She used to tell me everything. I just feel like, how does she know this stuff? But um, she, when she told me about this and we started like really listening to the lyrics of the songs, I'm like, this man is mad. He's mad. Oh, he is. Oh, he One is. of my favorite songs is "Is That Enough?" Oh, is that enough? Mm. And he's just basically, mm. "Didn't I? Didn't I give you everything? It's not enough. Now you still want more from me? Like what I gave you is still not it, enough." I'm man. like, Oof, Lord, come on, Jesus. That's why I like yeah. to hear. I don't know if there's anybody who can match that type of pettiness where they're just like, "Let me put this album out for to pay for my divorce." <laughs> <laughs> hey, here, here, my dear. <laughs> Here, right. my dear. Here, my dear. That's what you wanted. I highly recommend wanted. if you if you want to laugh and groove and also be like, what the hell? Go ahead, and listen to here, my dear. You won't Damn. you won't be disappointed at all. One of my favorites. Damn. My last song is from Tweet, and the song is called "I Was Created for This." Now, we know Tweet to sing sensual and harmonious on songs like Oops, Oh My, and Mm -hmm. Call Me. But Mm. this song came on my shuffle one day, and it really, (laughs) yes, and it really stuck with me. It's like so relaxing, kind of in the mind of Deja Vu, very relaxing, very calming. Mm -hmm. And it was a new song for me that I hadn't heard from Tweet. This is, um, you know, I don't think I've really invested into like going through her full catalog Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like it can be like, you know, in my realm of contemporary gospel, you know, when I need a little bit of encouragement, this is a song I would put on. This is from her third studio album released in 2016 called Charlene. Um, and that's her mm-hmm. name. So it's probably her most oh, honest album. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Her name, her name you is know Charlene what? I Keys. I you said that, but <laughs> I, you know, it's not about him. It's not about him. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, and honestly, after her like first album and stuff, I don't think I really listened to her or her collabs and things like that. I don't think mm-hmm. I listened to Tweet as much. Um, but this was not released as a single, but her album did reach number six on the top R&B and hip hop albums chart. And it yeah. became Tweet's third consecutive album to enter that to enter the top 10. The song... Mm-hmm. The song was written by Charmel Cofield, her, um, as in, you know, tweet, tweet. Oh. Um, and Charlie oh. Be Real. <laughs> no, <laughs> not her. Gabrielle. And Charlie, and Charlie, I wanted to put the first, the person who was, who really wrote it first, first. Um, and Charlie Be Real. She considers this to be one of her favorite records. And I could definitely, definitely see why. Um, it's very personal, very inspirational. Um, when she f- said that she first heard the demo of the song, um, which, like I said, I think was written by Charmel, she instantly fe- she said she instantly felt connected to the song because she said it was her testimony. She felt like giving up on the music business. And this song really helped her get back to why she was singing in the first place, which was because she felt like God created her to do it. God created mm-hmm. her to sing and to bless people. So and it's not super churchy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you can definitely feel the inspirational and spiritual vibes in there. And I would consider that it's like for the spiritual girlies who, you know, believe in God, but they don't go to church. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, people like me. <laughs> okay so i really think this is a great song but yeah she just basically in the song is like i was created for this like no matter what i'm going through no matter you know my circumstances and things like that i was created for this just a i feel like it's like a constant reminder to herself like not to give up you know i'm i'm going to keep singing i'm going to keep doing me in this encouraging (laughs) i love i love it it's so like peaceful i was actually it came in my shuffle when we were in Miami and um, mm-hmm. Veroni was um, in the car with us <laughs> and I'm, I'm driving and all I, all I hear is this song sounds like I was created for this by tweet because <laughs> she was shazamming it. Wow. <laughs> she wanted, she's like, I want that. Right. She's, like, she's like, wait a minute, this song well, good. Could that. <laughs> well, right, right. right. That's, exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, it's, the car play is right there. You could just told me I would have hit Spotify for you. But, um, but yeah, that's exactly what it makes you think. Like, when it first came on my shuffle, like, when I first heard it randomly, I was like, wait a minute, who is it? I don't have any tweet. Like, it sounded like her. So mm-hmm. I was like, is this, like, Trinity 5-7? Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It? It's like... That's so specific. I, it's so specific. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know exactly but what it sounds like now. <laughs> exactly. So when I went in and I and I was like, oh, this is Tweet, I automatically liked it. And yeah, I think this is one of her underrated songs for real. She, I wish she got, you know, bigger. And, you know, it yeah. reminds me, it's funny that yeah. this song came across my radar because I just came across a video of her daughter saying how she didn't even know her mom was Tweet until she was like uh, watching 106 in Park one that, day. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. She was like, yeah, I didn't really tell them, but yeah. She's like, wait, wait, mom, that's that's you. You're that's tweet. You? She's like, yeah. <laughs> oops, She's oh like, my. Yeah. Like, like, not that's oops, me. Oh my. She's like, I, I'm an artist. <laughs> and she, no, oops, oh she is gorgeous. She yes. is so pretty. And her yeah. daughter. Her daughter is beautiful as well. Yeah. Just like her mom. <laughs> it looked just like her mom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I see where you get it from. Right. Yes. Yeah, so those are my songs. Yeah. But it's funny that you chose until, and I was like, ah, that is so funny. Reincarnation. <laughs> yeah, we gonna so get married. To <laughs> <laughs> I can see I'm going to hear my dear right away because she yeah, loves Petty. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> she loves Petty, and she loves a background story, and that. <laughs> y'all think they got messed now? Y'all think they got messed now? That old mess. That old, that old mess. mess. Oh, that old Ooh. mess is good. <laughs> it's the undocumented mess. I already know. I already know. Listen. The only by ear mess. That's the yeah. best one. By ear mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one. Word of mouth, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, but okay. that was our hook like today. Y'all. I like y'all, all that. Yeah. Yeah, I like y'all too. Oh, this is a good episode. <laughs> Go ahead, it was. <laughs> Not good, Alma. <laughs> um but yes that was our hook today i don't know if um i don't have no other questions 
for the hook that I can think of. No. Y'all let us know if y'all have any um slept on songs from yeah. y'all favorite artists. Submit it to Alma. She will. She will consider I them. Will. I've she already will got, consider I already got a them. couple in the vault from submissions. She got them in the yep. vault. I'll Make her job easier. I'll be submitting. Shoot. <laughs> I posted something on Instagram. She's like, so what? So yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yes. And then it'd be three months later. She'd be like, it was actually a submission back. Like, wait, when? <laughs> she got her schedule. Oh, yeah, she got her schedule. All, that matters, schedule. all that matters is that I do it. I better win. She got a schedule. She got know she plans six months in advance. Right. <laughs> she, oh. got, she got it all lined up. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, all right. Well, through. let's send them, send them through. Yeah, send them through. Uh, let's go ahead to the outro. We only got one outro today because I'm mm-hmm. yeah for- forfeited her her SOS today, <laughs> which I can understand. Yeah, um, Dami, where are we going? I guess yeah, it's, it's the drop. Yes. yes, the drop. I'm here to announce any new songs, any new albums, any new concerts, and new festivals. Now, this is not necessarily a new festival. Just the lineup for 2024. The Coachella lineup did oh, drop. Yeah, yes, it did. You know, Back in the desert in Cali, uh, we have three headliners mm-hmm. and one band that I want to bring up for this episode. Uh, so we have Lana Del Rey okay. headlining. We have my boy Tyler like Creator. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So I know, I know, I know the kids gonna be out there for him and Doja. Yeah. Okay, Doja, Doja will be headlining. Yes, that'd be and, interesting. Mm-hmm. She performed before, not of course as a headliner, but apparently she will be making history as the first female rapper headlining the festival. And it's oh, funny, wow. people on Twitter was like, really? people on Twitter was like, um, it was actually Beyonce. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, calm down. <laughs> all right, relax. Um, this festival, as usual, is going to take place across two weekends. So for this year, it's going to be April twelfth to the fourteenth, and then April nineteenth to the twenty first. Um. So mm. for Friday, Lana Del Rey, well, for the for the two Fridays, Lana Del Rey will be the headliner, but you also have performances by Lil Uzi Vert, Skepta, Tinashe, and Michaela's girl, Chloe. Yay! Yes! Oh, yes! I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited for her. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> See? They look, they coming look, out. They already know. I look. look. I love that song. That song should have been bigger. Love yes. that song. It should have. With a with a real music video that too. That's another story for another yes. day. For so the Saturdays, mm. Tyler Creator will be the headliner. Um, and other performances will include Ice Spice, Sublime. I saw that. Come on, Rockstar, mm. Sublime, and Blast. And then on the Sundays, we have jo- Doja Cat as the headliner with performances by Janae Aiko, Victoria Monet. Yes. 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 J Balvin, oh Lodati, Corey LeRae. So y'all already know uh, Coachella has just like, a wider, mm. yeah, has a wide array of artists from different genres. So mm-hmm. you'll find some hip hop, you'll find some R&B, you'll find some rock, you'll find right. some contemporary, you'll find a little bit of everything. Sure will. Um, I want to present Coachella on this slept on episode because the group, no doubt, shut up, will be reuniting shut after up. ten wow. years. Yes, wow. As we know, no doubt was led by Gwen Stefani. Yes, it's my life. <laughs> Don't you forget 
What's the other one? Don't sleep. Yes. So I think that's Damn. very exciting to see them reunite on the stage. That's that's pretty pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. the general pre sales st- What'd you say? Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop. Wait, stop. what you say? She's being messy. It. She said I, the Fuji's gonna be there. I'm dead. Never. Stop. 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 Never. Never gonna Never. get it. Never gonna get it. Never. <laughs> Ain't one locked up? Is it Poswell locked up or getting locked Ooh. up? They were just mm-hmm. on tour last year. I think it ended early though. That don't mean he nothing. need money for the commissary. Shoot. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. Go ahead. So um the uh, the, gen- the general pre-sale <laughs> actually started today on the nineteenth. <laughs> Now, y'all already know, Coachella is not cheap. Nope. No. It's money, okay? The cheapest tickets for general mission tier one, which starts at $499. I know you are. I am not. The most expensive ticket for three. Okay. Okay. $490 something for three? For three? For three days? Okay. For three days. Okay. So it's not, you know, okay. Horrible, but okay. I need a like okay. I need to like majority of the artists to be paying five hundred dollars. No, yeah, I agree. Don't get me wrong. Period. I'm not spending this. Plus four nine nine plus tax, no. plus convenient fees, plus all right. the other extra fees they like to tap on. Eight hundred dollars. It adds up. Flying there. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, flying there. Living, and then living if you're not gonna arm. live on the tent, the RV, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the most expensive ticket is looking like close to thirteen hundred dollars for VIP. So come, come ready with the Damn. coin. That's However, where all the influencers are. Yep. Yeah. However, if you cannot afford it, don't want to go, or just like to be in the comfort of your own home, stream it. Stream it. Just like last year, you two will be streaming um, the performances at Coachella. You can view it on Coachella's uh, official uh, page on YouTube. So to me, that's the best bet for the free. Be home. You ain't got to worry about the drunk and the high folks. You ain't got to worry about your feet <laughs> yeah, hurting, your knees hurting. Drugs. Yeah, baby, they do real drugs over there, okay? <laughs> ain't like the drugs we've seen at the other places. No, Not they do real drugs. Drug. So, <laughs> yeah, y'all check it out, whether, you know, virtually or in person. You know, definitely be watching Tyler. Definitely Victoria Monet, Chloe. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I like Doja Cat's recent album, so I'm definitely going to check her out if, if I'm available. She's a good performer, too. I give it to her. Like, she performs yeah. really well. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. She gets so. a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's I'm excited so. for Victoria Ooh. Monet. Good for Me, her. too. Because, you know, them, them scalpers, ooh, they took them tickets quick. Mm. That's crazy. So, unfortunately, I wasn't able to see her on her tour. But now I, I have my opportunity at Coachella. Same Z's. And, you know, yeah. next time she go on tour, them tickets going to be even higher. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Hopefully bigger venues because But she deserves. She deserves. Absolutely. Especially the Grammys is coming up. I can't wait. I can't Mm. wait. I'm excited. She better clean up. She better better, clean up. She better be performing for the Grammys. Let's start there. That part. Oh yeah, that's I wanna see her. Was it MTV? VMAs? Who played her? I think it was VMAs. VMAs? It might have been. Mm. Yeah. All right. Wow. <laughs> Anything else, ladies? You want to get off your chest, off your hearts? Mm-mm. All Mm-mm. right. Well, we got, we hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. We hope that you guys, you know, the video is clear and you like it and you watch it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to hurry up before it cuts off or does oh. some freaky stuff to us. I'll have but, um, 
<laughs> we we hope that you guys like this episode. Give us some slept on Saturdays, you know, submitted to Ama. Um, yeah. yes. We appreciate you listening. Follow us on all the things you already know. Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Linktree. We got all that stuff. So we love y'all. Talk to us. We talk back. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Not e- oh, sorry. Email. I'm sorry. Wait, my bad. I don't always forget about email. I, I have said email plenty of times and said how much you love it. Yes, we know. <laughs> the email. <laughs> yes, she does have a, a, a stack of responses, y'all. So be prepared. That. Love Bye. y'all. Thank you so much. Love y'all. Be Bye. Bye. <laughs>